Well, time for our Money Show FAQs. You can email us, you can tweet us, you can send us an SMS right now if you've got any question that's got anything to do with the world, with the globe, with the economies of the world. And we'll do our best to source an answer for you. Tonight it is the turn of Professor Lyle White. He joins us on the line this evening. Venezuela is looking increasingly chaotic. We saw uh, the opposition leader, a guy called, I can't pronounce his name, but Juan Gardio declare himself interim president. The uh, various countries are backing him and other countries are, back, are backing Maduro, the incumbent. What on earth is the question, Professor Lyle White, is going on in Venezuela? Uh, yes, good evening, Bruce. Um, what is happening in Venezuela is that we are seeing um, an internal movement uh, to, to oust uh, President Maduro. Now, as you mentioned, um, the National Assembly President, uh, Juan Guado, uh, he has uh, position himself now as the interim president. Um, this is following a few weeks of protests. Maduro, incidentally, took up his second term on the 11th of January. Uh, this is after disputed elections last year, or elections that 60 countries around the world uh, concluded were fraudulent. Now, the result of this is that, as you mentioned, uh, there are a large number of countries, especially Western Hemisphere countries, and that is relevant, Bruce, because these are the Latin American countries themselves, they recognize Juan Guado as the, the, the legitimate president in Venezuela. And that includes the likes of the United States, Brazil, Argentina, uh, neighboring Colombia, and uh, Chile and Peru. So these are important. And as well as, very importantly, the multilateral uh, body of the Organization of American States. This is an enormous moment here uh, for, for Venezuela and uh, perhaps time for Maduro to finally step aside and let democracy take its course. I mean, Venezuela is in an absolute mess. We know this. We know the economic model um, that was uh, that was focused on by Hugo Chavez and then Hugo Chavez followed by Maduro in 2013. Um, the, the economy is broken. Anybody who's got enough money for a bus fare has probably left the country by now. People have been leaving in droves. They've got crisis upon crisis. I mean, this is a true failed state. Um, and I, I look at the, the level of public protest that's happening on and it seems almost unprecedented. Is it unprecedented for Venezuela to have this public outpouring of rage? Well, Bruce, as you, as you correctly mentioned, yeah, this is uh, probably the first failed state in modern Latin American history. And um, what we have seen is in a population of just over 30 million people, 3 million people, that's uh, around 10% have left the country in the last three or four years. Uh, tens of thousands of people have taken to the streets. But to answer your question simply, this is not unprecedented. Just two years ago, in 2017, uh, May 2017, we saw hundreds of thousands of people take to the streets in Venezuela in uh, opposition to uh, Nicolas Maduro. At that time, uh, Maduro dispatched the National Guard and left close to 150 people dead. So there is, uh, we are bracing ourselves right now for a similar crackdown. But I think with the international support that is coming through, uh, we can avoid this violence, and I think it is time then that both uh, the Venezuelans, well, <laughs> driven by the Venezuelans and with the support of uh, the neighboring countries, they, ma- they ma- may manage to see some type of democratic uh, outcome to this. Yeah, it's, a, it's a country well-resourced, particularly in oil reserves. It's a country with so much potential and a country that has been... Self, you know, that is suffering from a series of self-inflicted wounds with this misguided, statist, quasi-socialist dictatorship that has sort of befallen this country for, for more than a decade. 
Yeah, so uh, Hugo Chavez came into power uh, some 20 years ago in 1998. Uh, he passed away in 2013. Uh, Hugo Chavez ushered in what they call the Bolivarian Revolution. He is the arch-typical populist uh, in every shape and form. Radical, he ushered in as well radical populism that swept through Latin America through the early 2000s, fueled by the commodity boom. But as soon as the commodities died down, Bruce, we saw so did populism and so did... Uh, so did the, the, um, the, the effects or the, the positive outcomes that, that these populist leaders are talking about. Venezuela, you correctly pointed out, is a country richly endowed with a whole range of natural resources, especially oil. It's uh, reputedly got the largest oil deposits in the world. Incidentally, uh, the U.S. that has responded very strongly to, uh, to this opposition leader that has taken to the helm, they are not only uh, have they cut off diplomatic relations now between Venezuela and the U.S., uh, at, uh, at Maduro's insistence. Uh, not that they had great diplomatic ties before. They haven't exchanged ambassadors since 2010. But the U.S. is still uh, the biggest buyer of Venezuelan oil, and 95% of government revenue still come from oil in Venezuela. I mean, is Venezuela in a Zimbabwe-type situation where no matter who takes over, um, they face an almost impossible task of trying to rectify two decades of wrong? Yeah, well, they have to try and build the, de- the democratic institutions and the basic uh, public institutions that have been not only wrote uh, rule of the uh, oh. um, it's, it's a very, very similar... Oh, Dr. Uh, Professor Lyle White, we're going to have to leave it there. Professor Lyle White at the University of Johannesburg's uh, Johannesburg Business School. Cell phone signal letting us down at the last minute there. But uh, Lyle White is Senior Director at the Joburg Business School at the University of Johannesburg.